Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. We come to you on this beautiful day in the early parts of 2012 with what I think is an extraordinarily important and fun topic that we're going to delve into today that has to do with the law of attraction, but has to do also with who you are in the world, who you're here to be, and also who you are here to inspire. We're going to talk today about how to inspire others, not just because it's, oh, a lot of fun to do, but because you're here to inspire others as part of your own success. It is truly the road to who you've come here to be. And you might be surprised today on the different ways that you can inspire people. And I think we'll have a good time finding out what those particulars are. Because some of the most powerful work we do is to inspire others. But what is more interesting is finding sometimes that our inspiration of others is the missing piece to our greatest success. Where are we focused? And how is that focus helping us become all that we want to be? Because we're not in this alone. And it is truly a co-creation amongst these wonderful energies that we call our friends, our colleagues, our bosses, our neighbors, and everyone who is on this wonderful playing field together. And in that vein, I also want to begin the show by giving a shout out to our sponsor of our show. We are so appreciative of Send Out Cards. And there is that is really in line with our theme today, because to appreciate someone to inspire them is to see them for who they really are and to find ways to do that every day. And Send Out Cards is a service that we love because you can actually build a greeting card online, put it in the mail and send it to someone physically in the mail. They'll go to their mailbox, open it up and find that you are thinking about them as they truly are, the successful, fully realized spiritual self and having a great time doing it. So we have set up an account where you can actually send out a card for free to get a feel for the service. And what I, my hope is that all of us who listen to this show will start sending cards to each other and really encouraging the best within us. So go to sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction and click on the send a free card today link. And again, we thank you for, for, um, for really contributing to this sponsor who helps the show come together every week. So back to our topic. And to help me sort of understand more deeply how we inspire others and how that is a key to our own success, I have my co-host online. Welcome, Janice. Hi. 
As many of you know, Janice Campbell has her own show on Unity.fm, Unity Online Radio, and she inspires people every week. If you haven't caught her show yet, it's Receive Your Life, and it's on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, and you can check it out again on Unity.fm. And what I love about your show, Janice, is that you do really coach people you don't just send out a lot of platitudes, but you get into the nitty gritty of how to truly realize who they are. And it's it's a different format. And, you know, that format, I think, feels so much more real than sometimes just kind of preaching, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, I love the fact that people can really get into yeah. it on your show. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but, you know, I think that what's what's interesting about inspiring others is that it has to come from an authentic place. You know, we're not here to inspire others in order to control them or to get or manipulate them. You know, we really want to inspire others because for the, for the sole reason that it feels so good to do that. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, I, and I think we can't really inspire others unless we get who we are because uh-huh. we kind of get who we are and then we're able to see it in them. Like we know the truth of, of what we are and we know that it's true also of who they are. Yes. Like it's impossible if we're beating ourselves up, we can't, we have no, we can't inspire people because we, we can't see beyond that. And I think we're inspired by people who are authentically who they appear to be. Yeah. Almost like talk about the vibration. I mean, it's like when someone inspires us, it's really fun to follow that vibe and connect with like, what is it within me that they're a catalyst, that they're waking up within me. Yeah. You know, why am I inspired by them? Something's going on here. It's fun to, to kind of track it down or connect with that. Like I was listening to a tape. Steve Jobs has this great um, little clip about molding substance. And it's like, God, I love that. I mean, I love the way he thinks because it connects with the way I think. You know, that's yes. why it feels so good. It's almost like permission to, yes, yes, I see that too. <laughs> yes. And then knowing that he had the courage to keep going with it, it's like, Wow, that's so cool. And I do believe that we attract people um, who are going to inspire us, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that if we keep our eyes really peeled for that, like that's an intent I have in my world. I'm going to set the intent that I want to be inspired by people that I meet. I want to be an inspiration, but I also want to continually be inspired by those who appear in my life. And I, you know, and it's not because I need something that they have. You know, again, it's not like I'm going looking for something missing. I just love the feeling of being inspired. But the reason why you love the feeling is because that's what you are. Exactly. You know, it's kind of, I love that whole thing. We're talking about on our show this morning, the giving and receiving flow, how it's the same flow. So you have a desire to inspire others. That's what you give. But you also love to receive inspiration. You know, I feel the same way. It's because my energy, I inspire people, but I, I... I'm like you. I love being inspired. It's like if yeah. it's one of my absolute favorite things, whether it's reading a magazine, an article, having a conversation with someone, listening to something. I love that when something touches a chord in me. Yeah. And it's a balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, Abraham has been talking a lot lately about this idea of a balanced life where there's just enough coming in and just enough going. There's not hoarding. 
Right. There's not a kind of hoarding up of money or hoarding up of energy. I'm not going to give that to you. I'm not going to give that to you. You know, it's really a balance of this giving flow, you know, freely. And, and it really kind of struck me as that is something I want to achieve in all areas of my life, this idea of balance and be, and and this idea of walking in the on the planet inspiring some and being inspired by others mm-hmm. and i think we get out of balance sometimes where maybe we're just walking around being inspired all day long but we don't inspire anyone else right or we're walking around inspiring everyone else but we never get inspired mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's this fabulous balance but i think you know it also, both. yeah but it's also it reminds me a little bit about the overgiving yeah. Like if we if we're really inspiring a lot of people and we're not receiving it, there's something off. There's something off. But haven't you met teachers like that? It's yeah, like but they, I think it's coming from a false place. It's not really you start it doesn't really feel real because it feels like there's a trying in it. Yeah. You know, anytime uh, somebody's not receiving something back, it feels like people are I don't think we're that magnanimous to give like that. Yes. You know, oh, I'm just such a fabulous person. I am so loving and so giving. I just give so much. Don't worry about me. I mean, if they have that energy, there's something blocking that, you know, I don't need anything. Don't worry about me. I'm just going to give to you all day. Ugh. It's like, what? Well, no, 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 something's off. <laughs> it's not real because we're all, you know, we're all these internal geniuses. So we should even in the same conversation be able to go back and forth with being inspired and being inspiring. And I think you know, it this- happens naturally. You know, if yeah. we're not blocking it, it's kind of like breathing. We're not going to breathe more than we're going to release in our breath. Yes, yeah. yes. But as teachers, I think sometimes, or, you know, whether you're, a, you know, a leader in your job, whether you're a manager or you're, you know, even a parent, I think this idea that you're here to teach and they're here to learn is really a misstep. It's total misstep. <laughs> And you, you know, you miss out on the joy. Yeah, coming from experience, and you miss out on the juice. You know, you miss out on the fabulous capabilities that happen in sort of this giving and receiving flow. But I want to get back to this balance idea because it was really an aha moment that I picked up at um, a workshop that I was at just a couple days ago in in San Diego. I was watching the San Diego workshop, and this idea of um, money money as a balance. So they were talking about how you really want to just have enough to come in and go. And and this idea of hoarding a lot of money in the bank it is not necessary. I mean, if it makes you feel good, fine. But there could also be some stuck energy if you're if you're just, you know, having millions of dollars in the bank and you're just kind of holding on to it like some sort of security blanket. And it was interesting because I have to be honest, part of my my thinking was, oh, I'll really hit it when I have, you know, all this money in the bank just sitting there. And I thought, well, that's kind of a false premise because if I've got, a, if I'm hoarding all this money in fear of tomorrow or I can't feel secure until I have all this money in the bank, it's really not riding on this wave of, of trusting the universe, right. you know, that I'll always have just enough and, and plenty and plenty coming through and it going out. It really kind of caught my imagination. Yeah. But also, I don't think it matters at all how much money we have. It's what our thoughts are saying about the money. Because sure. someone could have $20 million and, and you know, it, it doesn't get in the way of their lives. Someone could have $20 and it doesn't get, you know what I mean? They're not, it's, it's more like what we're saying about the money. So it yeah. doesn't matter. It's the thing. It's, is ir- irrelevant, ir- irrelevant, <laughs> but right. our thoughts surrounding it are, is where it gets interesting. 
But when they talked about like oxygen, like you can only take in so much oxygen in this moment mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you can't hoard oxygen. If you do, you'll hyperventilate. But you I think the I mean? hoarding is a consciousness of what we're saying about the money. That's like saying right. someone shouldn't live in a 5,000 square foot house because they, their body only needs room for a thousand. But they, but again, it's again, what they say about it, is there a balance in that? But I also know that there are some people who might live in a large space and not really like it, but feel like they yeah. have to because it's, it's an emblem of their success. Exactly. Or it's, it, yeah. It gets back to how we're feeling about it and what we're saying about it. Yes. And then the other thing that occurred to me, and I know I talk about this on the show every once in a while, is this uh, idea of, of food and weight and, and this idea of balance. Isn't it interesting that calories in and calories out, right? This sort of balance of what you want to achieve is this idea of energy coming in and energy going out. And that sometimes extra weight can happen when too many calories have been brought in mm -hmm. and held. Mm. I thought that was really fascinating. It was like, there's that balance thing again. So the opportunity is not to necessarily cut off what's coming in, but give more or expend more energy um, on the outside. And I thought that was just kind of a yes. new concept that yeah. I hadn't really thought about. And that, you know, we can do this on a subconscious level where we're not realizing we're hoarding energy. And there's an opportunity for us to look at that and say, what more can I give? And it's not just exercise. I mean, just really giving of the energy and not feeling as if that that need for um, holding on protects you. I think that's where we get yes. into trouble, whether it be money or relationships. This idea that we have to be protected from something yeah. is a false premise that sets us up for a lot like of we're suffering. Still, we're still not really trusting source. We may say yeah. we're trusting, but we're not really or having faith. Yeah. Anyway, I was just loving this whole balance yeah. idea, and I, I'd love to hear from our listeners if anyone has a take on, on how they find balance in their daily life, whether it you know, be in, in how they spend their time or how they um, really look at what their energetic body is doing um, to balance out the giving and receiving flow, which is something that Janice talks a lot about in her work, and, and I think it's really fascinating. So back to this idea of giving and receiving flow as both being inspired and inspiring. Um, I think it's it's really interesting when we dive deep into some of the Abraham teachings about how it is in the moment we can be in the best vibrational position to inspire someone. And one of the things, though, that Abraham has often said is that if someone, if you're looking on someone and you can't feel good about them or you can't find a good feeling, sometimes distraction taking your attention away from them can be the best thing you can do for them. <laughs> and yourself. <laughs> and yourself, which I thought was so interesting. And it was set up really beautifully in this track that I'd like to play today, you know, just to kind of get us on um, uh, deeper into this topic. I'm playing a track from an Abraham Hicks workshop. And again, we do just wholeheartedly direct you over to the abraham-hicks.com website and purchase the full workshop. We'd like to give you just a teaser here to hopefully incite you to to go purchase some of their workshops and oh if you can't attend one um this one is uh, appreciating others you know when when you can't find the love so let's hear what they have to say and then we'll come back and talk about it here we go um i wanted to nitpick the meditation cd in a very positive way because i wanted to understand something since uh you abraham said in the relationship segment, um, I'll quote it, since you cannot make them change to please you, appreciating them where they appreciating them where they are will give you ease. So I get that, but 
I also think it would, I would rather try turning my attention towards something I know that I can manifest a positive emotion for. We agree. We agree. And, and just ignore them. We, we, we agree. And we would encourage you to do whatever is the easiest thing for you to do. In other words, so somebody's annoying you, if you can go general, you'll be less annoyed. And if you are general, then you will find something to feel good. In other words, it always feels better, especially with people that are important to you in your life. It always feels better to tune to source and hold them as your object of attention than to ignore them. So here's the way we would play that out. If they are annoying and we can't muster appreciation in some timely fashion, like five or ten minutes, we think is long enough. We think anyone who understands this should be able to go from specifically negative to specifically positive in about ten minutes. In other words, knowing what you know, you ought to be able to make the jump. If you don't, then change the subject. Right. So, so the first thing we would do is reach for general and then more general, and then appreciation. And if we can't accomplish that relatively easily, then we would distract ourselves. Because in that process, you've put more into the vortex. In that process, you've released more resistance. And next time you try it, it will be easier. Right, yeah, it's, sometimes it's, it's easy just to ignore them right off the bat. But I do understand that within... Because something you said quite a number of years ago that I think about every day is that there's nothing in the universe worth being out of the vortex for more than 60 seconds. We agree. We really mean that. But there's another piece in this that you're activating here, and we really want to talk about this, is that you can ignore it, but every vibration is where you last left it. So if you just ignore it, there's a longer probability that it's going to come back and, and give you trouble again and again and again, where if you place. take the time to move it to a different place, now you've accomplished something that will be less troublesome later on. Yeah, and that is practicing the art of allowing. There are a lot of people who just don't talk about it. They just don't talk about it. It bothers them, and they just don't talk about it. And while we think it's better than talking about it negatively, and we think it's better than trying to get to the bottom of it because there is no bottom, can you hear the distinction that we're making? There is no bottom. If you will go general, you will feel better, and then you will feel better still, and then you can go to the specifics. In other words, go to the specifics as much as you can if they're in the vortex, and don't go there if it's not. That really is a very clear, straightforward approach to all of this. Yeah, there's always a seed to water with love. And if you find that, and you can water it, you're going to be in such a beautiful place. Whereas ignoring it, you don't get... You don't ever get to pull a can of water out. Perfectly okay. said, okay, yes. I get that. Um, I'm going to stop there. We're actually going to take a break. When we come back from uh, the break, we'll start the segment with really diving deeply into some of the important and luscious points that were made in that track. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Ray and Janice, and we'll be right back. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. 
We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. Oh, I love this topic, Janice. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the exciting opportunity to inspire others, but not just for the sake of inspiring, but also to truly becoming who we are and reaching for the greatest opportunity we have to become our authentic self. So it is a win-win situation. And in the workshop that we just listened to from this recent, it's actually a Phoenix 2011 workshop. If you have a chance to get the whole thing, it is one of the best workshops they've done. But they were talking specifically about this idea of, you know, in the meditation CD, which if anyone hasn't gotten it, I mean, it's just such a must have. But the meditation CD talks about appreciating people where they are, you know, appreciating people where they are. And I think Janice, of course, that's the most important stance. But sometimes, let's be honest, it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) And we want to run away. (laughs) We want to run away, appreciate them where they are. Oh, my God gosh, sometimes that's really challenging. Sometimes it's, and it's depending on how close they are to you right, and how long right. that they've been stuck on this particular uh, situation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I love the way he brought it in though about, you know, then he goes back, well, you said that, you know, nothing in the universe is worth being out of the vortex for for more than 60 seconds. So then it, listening to that, it's kind of like, okay, well, what do I do? I feel like I'm out of the vortex because I'm having a difficult time appreciating them. So do I run away? And and I like what they said is, sure, you could run away, but you're going to be at the same place when you come back. Exactly. You know, so you might as well do as much work as you can do in the moment. Right. Because you're going to come back to this. And you want to to kick the can further down the road. (laughs) Oh, I love this process. And I think if we break it down and really sink our everyday teeth into it, we can can get an idea of what to do in every situation. We'll really know what to do. Yeah, it's like because because we'll we'll be able to make a conscious choice. Because yeah. we know our options. It's like, okay, yes. I could do that. That's a choice. I could also do this. But what is going to be better? What's going to be better for me? What's going to be healthier? What's going to make me be in a better place? And what's going to work for me today? Yeah. In this situation, I'm going, to re- I'm going to take away the judgment and just look at the idea that, you know, I know that appreciating them where they are will give me ease. And that's really the intent of that is to ease oneself. But if I can't find that appreciation, it is perfectly legitimate to say, you know what? I got to go. Yeah. It's perfectly legitimate to say, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> but you know why I just had this thought is that, okay, so if we're able to appreciate them, it will raise our vibrations. So the next time we come back to this situation, we'll be in a better place. However, if we're in a situation where it's really difficult, it could get worse. Yeah. Like, so it's better to walk away <laughs> than yes. to do more yeah. damage because then when oh. we come back to it, it's going to be even more to clean up. Like we may say things or we may, you know, <laughs> I know. And you know what? My husband really taught me this. You know, we've been together 20 odd years. So uh, he really taught me this. And it was it was something I resisted because as a woman, I felt like and this might be a stereotype that's unnecessary, but I felt like, no, I want to I want to just get to the bottom of this. I want to talk this out. (laughs) Right. 
such a mistake. And he would be like, you know what? I really need to get away right now. I, this is not working for me. I re- and I kept feeling abandoned. Oop, there's that word. Mm-hmm. I kept feeling like abandoned, which was totally my issue, not his issue. I made it his issue. Right. Because I didn't know any better. You're abandoning me. Yada, yada, yada. And I see women do this and I just go, oh, Jesus, you know, come. Jesus, come now. Because anytime <laughs> we say to someone, I need you to help me feel better, yeah. we're it's such a pickle, you know, yeah. we must talk about this until you see my point of view and then I'll feel better, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then again, and the men, I mean, for again, stereotype, but men just like, they hate that. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, I need to walk away. I need to take a breath. I really want to punch a wall right now. This is not good. You know what I mean? And I, I got it. Took me a little while, but I got it. <laughs> and now I, you know, I, hearing these laws of the universe, it just makes so much sense. Yes. To like, okay, time to walk away, people. It'll all be there in in a half hour, two days, one day, whatever you mm-hmm. need to do. Um, so that's okay. That is actually in alignment to to say enough. But what they're saying is, you are at the point now, spiritual beings, human beings, beautiful consciousness, that you can talk yourself into the vortex in ten minutes. I was like really excited about that, <laughs> or less, or less. <laughs> 10 minutes or less. And I actually, we did, you know, we did a show a little bit ago and we did a talk about, you know, how to get everything you want in 10 minutes or less. And that's the key there is that you can work your way if you choose to, but you're going to have to choose to work your way back in um, around this person, around this circumstance. And if you can do it in 10 minutes, do it because like you were talking about before, everything is always where you left it vibrationally. You know, if you choose to walk away, know that that topic is not going to cure itself. Right. You know, but you know, what's interesting about that is I just had this thought. What about if because sometimes we could do better work when we're separated from that person. So we're still moving up the vibration ladder, but we're not doing it in their presence. Like we kind of need to separate and then we're able to appreciate them. Totally good point. And absolutely right on. Right on. Because actually, I think most of the time it's good to do the vibrational work away from the person. And then go back in and and set a new point of Mm -hmm. contact. And I think most of the work we do is internal anyway. So whether the person is participating or Mm -hmm. not is irrelevant. I mean, it's the idea that you are finding a way to view the circumstance from a larger perspective. And, And I think one of the gold nuggets they are giving us right now, and we hear it over and over again, is this go general. And I know this sounds like go surface, but it really isn't. It's absolutely taking a step back and going and looking at the broader context, getting away from the specifics that got us into the pit and moving into a more generalized circumstance, which is where source energy has a lot of power, you know, in this more generalized, you know, and, and, and so if you're talking yourself up the emotional scale and you're trying to be more generalized, here's what it sounds like. He's doing the best that he can. Given where he's come from, he's doing the best that he can. He'll get better at this. I'll get better at this. This isn't the end of the world. I don't have to fix this right now. I can do this. This is the soothing kind of talk that I think is so important to have in our vibrational kit, you know, when things can get a a, a little intense between relationships. And this idea of going general is such an important metaphysical law. It really is an interesting scientific law of of moving the energy to a broader perspective so that you can change the reality and then go in specific 
Um, I was sharing with Janice before the show that one of the new words that came out of uh, a recent workshop is this creality, a combination of creativity. I know it sounds kind of creepy, but creativity <laughs> and reality. And we are in this creality with one another. And so this idea of going general, taking a step back, losing the specifics, he, sh- he said, she said, but you don't understand where I've come from, blah, 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 blah. It's really an art form. It is really, I mean, I'm enjoying you know, going general on stuff as a way to ease my way into appreciation. You know, it's a shortcut on the map uh, to go general. And but but what's interesting is it's kind of opposite of what I am used to doing, which is let's get to the bottom of this. Let's get to the specifics and see if we can uncover that. And I'm, I'm learning that that's just not going to work. You know, for the most part, um, because it doesn't feel good. And that's sort of the key there. Um, and, and once we go general, we can actually start to, to work this process more specifically. We can start to feel better. And then law of attraction works for us, not against us. See, that's the thing about law of attraction that doesn't get talked about a lot is that it is impersonal. Mm-hmm. It is simply matching who you are. So if you're in a mucky place, it will give you mucky thoughts. It yes. will give you, it will it participate in more of that. It can be really a beast, you know? Yes. It, you know, we talk about it like it's all, you know, gumshoes and rainbows. But, you know, it's going to give you. So it can give you some really dark places to go. And it also makes, you know, it's the. Yeah, it really is the world you live in. It's it's interesting. I was talking to someone another day, someone that was very upset, and he was saying, I am not going to see myself other than a failure if I don't get results. And it was just like, wow. Whoa. You, you just can't get there from there. I mean, no. you know what I mean? It was just it made me sad because you, you just can't. Knowing principle doesn't work that way. And, I, you know, I can have compassion for the anger and the frustration and the helplessness and the powerlessness. And the universe doesn't work that way. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't. I mean, we could try as hard as we want. We can get as angry as we want. We can kick and scream and it doesn't work that way. No, because you're not going to you're not going to kick it into place unless you're vibrationally matched to it. So, you know, I think that that we really need to understand that if we go into specifics and we're negative, that the law of attraction is going to help us be more negative and they're going to give us the most create and, and that this law, this attraction law is going to go to those thoughts that are not going to serve you. So there is this idea and we really want to come clear with this law, let it go. This is not the route for you. And to step back and say, nothing in the universe is worth me being out of this vortex for more than a minute. So I will spend a minute having my short shout about the circumstance, mm-hmm. the situation. But because I am in creality, <laughs> I'm not giving myself more of that. Don't you, isn't that a bold statement? 60 seconds, really? I was thinking like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but in a way, I, I like it because it reminds me of the balls in your court. Okay, you got 60 seconds to get out of this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> almost like Houdini, you know, or, or the magician. <laughs> like, okay, go. <laughs> you got 60 seconds before the entire <laughs> Loads up in your world. face. But, but it's I also, know. I think a lot of it, what I like about that is we're so trained to do the opposite. Oh, come on, get over it. Don't be so upset. Like we're, tr- we're trained to try to give ourselves more room, more time yeah. instead of less time. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, no, you don't have to tolerate this. You don't, you know, it's like, it's like counteracting that whole conversation about how, oh, come on, don't be so upset. You know, it's like, no, I'm not. It looks looks like, and this is the slippery part. It looks like we're fighting for ourselves, but we're actually fighting against. No, I I think that's a really important piece because the whole thing of, it's true. Like if we're going to leave in 60 seconds, where are we moving toward? Yeah. Because otherwise we kind of are, even we're saying, get me out of here. This is crap. I don't need to be here. I don't need to put up with this. That really is engaging in resistance. Yep. It's more like you get the insight, you realize, no, there's someplace better for me. Right. And then move through it. Yes. And you start to take, um, you know, in my vibrational toolkit, I, I start to have some of these sayings that I might not be feeling, but they kind of help me unhook from the circumstance. Things like, you know, the universe is always working out for me, even in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the universe has always got my back. There's always something happening, even in the worst of circumstances, um, that I can glean from this. And I think it's so important, all of us individually, to take the time to work with our inner being to decide what is your process to move something to a new place. Yeah. Do you have a process? What is that process for you? And it's an intimate process. And I don't think it's something that, like, I don't think you could pick up on my process. And, yeah. and I don't think you can pick up on Janice's process. I think our inner being has that process. And we just need to say, how, what is it for me that helps me move something to another place? Yeah. Do I take a walk? Do I, you know, what is it that I do? Do I, do I take a meditation? Do I go do a 10 minute meditation to kind of clear the decks? Do I go out to lunch? <laughs> Do I go out to lunch? Do I walk my dog? You know, what do I start with, you know, 20 questions? Do I, how do I work myself out of this tangled vibration? And I think we Um, have like short term, medium term and long term. Like my my short term one is he's not my source. They're not my source. Like that gets me back in my game. I like that. It it pulls the energy back. Like it's almost like I'm leaking my energy and turning my power over. Well, what's underneath that is no one can stop my good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm connected to the, the main line. Yep. There is nobody pinching off my main line. No one has the, the power to pinch off my good. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I also, you know, do that. You know, the universe always works out for me. Everything always works out for me. And there's always another ship coming. Yeah. You know, I like this idea of like the ship after the ship after the ship is always coming in. And there is no such thing as a miss ship or a miss opportunity. There's always a redo. Oh, what was that thing you used to always say? I like that. The, um... Oh, everything that yeah. knows me claims me and is rushing towards me everything that's mine uh-huh. knows me claims me and is rushing toward me so it's this idea that you just can't miss out uh-huh. so even though the circumstance looks like they're taking something away from you or you blew just, it or you made it you didn't do something right no your good can't be withheld from you you're not enough blah blah yeah. blah you know, it really is an opportunity to sort of stop that train from derailing and and really creating something you don't want to create. Yeah, so you know, let me. I think that's a really good point. What you just said is these these short little things. They really stop it from growing. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we're like, oh, we're going to turn this around because it could yeah. really ha- it could be a runaway train yeah. <laughs> if it didn't have a, a different direction to head in. Yeah, especially if it's something that is in your past and you haven't picked up and worked on in a long time. And for some reason, it got punched or or the button got pushed, right? So let's maybe it's like an abandonment thing. And you know, you have a lot of story in your past about being abandoned and this somebody's doing something that looks like that. And if you haven't worked yourself up the emotional scale, and you haven't really done uh, the alignment work to, to work to a new place around the feeling of abandonment, 
um, then it, it's really going to feel much bigger than the circumstance. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you overreact to a circumstance and that's okay. Just know what happened in that moment. Your overreaction was an indication that there was an old vibration there that was pretty intense that hadn't been worked on for a while. And you can decide, you know, I think I'm going to go look at this or I'm going to work my way up or screw it. I can't do this. I got to go walk my dog. You know, you can decide in that moment if you're going to work on it. But some of these biggies, you know, are so fabulous to flip and move, move up. Oh, when you get the abandoned (laughs) one in your back, when you get the abandoned one over, I mean, then you feel so powerful (laughs) because nobody can abandon you, but you. Yeah. It's almost like, bring it on. (laughs) I dare you. (laughs) I tell you the feeling of, of talk about prosperity. There is no bigger prosperity. I don't know how much, I don't care how much you have in the bank. There is no bigger prosperity than taking your freedom back. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's just so big. And once you get that one, you do feel like this new level of knowing. And then you're not going to attract people who can push those buttons because they're not there to push. <laughs> so you're going to find people who are dedicated and, and really want to, you know, go for the long haul. You're going to find people who are very loyal and you're going to find all this stuff that already is a match to who you are. But this idea too, and I want to kind of talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about in the next segment is this idea of seeds. We ended that last track with this idea that we all have seeds of potential within us. And part of being a teacher and in somebody who is wanting to inspire is the idea of watering these seeds of potential that we see in each other. And I think that that is such a most important part about being an inspirational person because, or, or, or being inspiring to others because it's easy to react to someone who's already made it or react to someone who's already there, or react to someone who's had great success. The real key to an inspirational relationship is holding somebody who's not yet realized it for themselves and know it for them. You know, that's that seed that we hold in another person. And even though they're in desperate straits, we don't lose the focus of that seed. And then we find ways to water it with love as our wonderful um, hot seat person said right before seeds of love that we find ways to water in ourselves and in others. It just doesn't get any better than that. You know, this consciousness of knowing that the potential of everyone's desire lives within them, regardless of their circumstance. And that your job is to water that. So how do you water it? What does that mean? You know, how do you water those seeds of love in a way that is both profound and easy? Because it's what you do and it's who you are. And I think it's so important to to know that those seeds of love are what we've been called to do for one another. It's why we're together on this planet. So when we come back from the break, We'll have an opportunity to talk a little bit more about how do we really help those seeds of growth in one another. We'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. Stay tuned. Listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, 
or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back to Everyday Attraction with Janice and Ray on this beautiful January day as we're talking about what it is like to be an inspiration to others, not only because it feels good, but it's who you really are. It is the key to your own success because we know that most of the desires that we want to accomplish in our lives, it's not about doing it alone. It's about finding key people in our lives that can assist us in getting where we want to go and we help them get where they want to go. And to our greatest success and what they've talked about, what our wonderful teachers Abraham have talked about, that oftentimes the missing element to our own success is recognizing that the best work you'll do on the planet is to inspire others to their greatest. So, you know, this idea of seeds, Janice, I mean, what does it conjure in your mind on the process of how you work with people? Um, how do you see those seeds and what do you do to to water them? Well, I, I when I, the first time I heard that, I noticed, like, I love it. Like, I'm teaching a class now and um, a lot of times people will, we had a homework assignment and people will email me. This is, I'm working through the desire. I'm trying to figure this out, whatever. And I love that. I mean, I feel, that feels like it's, like I'm watering a seed when yeah. they're reaching out like that, and then I get to share my gifts, and we're, and we're creating something and moving the energy together, that feels like watering a seed. Yes. Like, it feels good. It's like, oh, I love this. I love that people are willing to share and engage in this conversation with me. Yes. And isn't it amazing how you can see something done in someone else, and they can't see it done in themselves? Yeah. I think that's really an interesting point, you know, that even in the midst of what looks like chaos or frustration, you can hold the vision of them already having this. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a kind of a journey too. Like usually it's really fun for me. Like I love, it's almost like a secret. Like I know they stay the course. They're going to absolutely manifest what they want because it's principle. It's law. They can't get it wrong. And yeah. yet I notice every once in a rare while when someone is so um, resistant that it comes up for me like it's frustrating because they yeah. it feels to me like they are so far from seeing their true self and I have to catch myself and not right. get sucked into that. It really is important. And I hear you because I think the tendency is to kind of go where they are and help them from there. Mm -hmm. But what Abraham is telling us over and over, and I think our inner beings are telling us too. no, just keep flashing your light on who they really are. And remind keep, them because yeah. people are in that state when they've lost sight of who they are and they, right. they believe all the junk. And it's, but it's, it's, I think being, I remember hearing once that someone said about being a teacher is it's very, you have to kind of go back. To, you know what I mean? Like a lot of times we just like to keep teaching the new, the new, the new. But when you're working with people, sometimes they're not exactly where you are. Yeah. And you kind of have to, it's a, it's a fine line between stepping back and helping them see it through their lens at the pace that they could see it. Right. And you know, the tricky part about this too, is that when we are inspiring others um, and we hold the vision of it being done, like it's so easy for us to see them in that success, in that place of where they want to be. We can just hold the vision and, and that feels so good to them. So even though they may not be there and they at this point are not seeing the mechanics, because we're holding it, um, it feels really good to talk to us because we're holding that knowing. Yeah, but, but also what can be a little tricky, and I don't know if you've experienced this too, is that then that person sometimes can get dependent 
on our connection in order to be reminded of who they are. And that becomes a little kitschy for people who want to be an inspiration, but don't want to be a crutch. But I think that has to do more with the energy of the chair. Mm. Like, I absolutely don't like people dependent on me. I don't like my husband dependent on me, my kids. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of my thing. I mean, when clients leave, it's great. Goodbye. They come back. It's great. But, but I think a lot of that, like I never feel people are dependent on me. Yeah. I feel like they show up when, they're, when they want to play and I'm there to play and we play and then we go home. Right. But there isn't this need that, you know, there isn't this need in the inspirer. Right. You want to check yourself on this. I really say, think it's an energy yeah. we either put, at, like the law of attraction. It kind of has to work that way. Yeah. And you see that with a lot of gurus and stuff and people who really have within them this need to be needed. And therefore, their inspiration is tinged with this idea of um, when you come to me, I'm going to remind you of this. But when you go away, you're not going to have it. Right. So you have to you know? keep coming back and you're dependent on me. And then I feel secure knowing that you will always keep coming back. <laughs> I really don't like this energy at yeah. all. And it, and it comes in weird ways. Like it'll say, you know, you have to buy my book mm-hmm. or you have to go, you have to, you have to come to my seminar. Mm-hmm. You have to come to my, because if you don't come to my seminar. And if you don't you go know, to the three month one, then you're not going to get any value. And instead of you don't pay for the, yeah. You know, cause I think true inspiration is you show up when you get it, you get it. You get it, get it, you walk yeah. away. Yeah. 60 seconds. We're good to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, really, I do feel like I like that idea of, of not becoming too attached to someone who inspires you too, because that also feels like a, a catch 22 because it's in with, it's within you. Well, yeah. And that's, I think a true teacher really is pointing the finger always within you. Yes. So, but certain people are catalysts for us and they make it easier for us to look and, and that's a right. gift that I appreciate that. I appreciate when I'm able to see more into myself through the way so, other people present things. So if you're an inspirational teacher, but you need to inspire in order to feel validated, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble because you're going to be chasing that need to inspire. And you're, well, you're gonna, yes. And so it's, I mean, and, and I think why that happens, because you're not really watering your seeds. Yeah. Your focus your own is someplace seeds. else. You're focused on something else. And the seeds that actually grow the business or your success aren't being watered. Okay, people, here's the everyday takeaway. It happens every hour. I believe this is the most important thing to take away. <laughs> it's not about seed watering seeds of others. It is more important about how you water your own seeds and then let everything come from there. Yes. That that water will flow and it will impact everyone who you impact. But your seeds are the most important. And I think it's almost like when we're watering our seeds, we're actually being inspired. And if we have our attention on inspiring other people, I don't think it... I think we're our greatest inspiration when we're not even aware that we're inspiring. I, I mean, like you're just that. kind of being who you are. You're doing your thing. You're having fun with your garden. And people yeah. say, oh, you're so inspiring. And you're like, oh, right. cool. <laughs> that just happens to be yeah. what I do. Yes. It's yeah. like breathing. It's you know, that's what yeah. I do. And you inspire me by your breathing and what you do. I mean, it's so true. I mean, we do this show every week and we love it. I mean, we love to, we'll do this whether or not we're recording it right now. <laughs> In fact, we do almost an equal show unrecorded every <laughs> every week. We're like, we probably should start recording. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we do it just naturally because it is so much fun. And we love to do it. And it's, it's, imp- I mean, and I sometimes will listen to the show and, l- and take things away that I didn't even know that I knew. So there you go. There's God just working itself through me. But what is, what kind of takes it over the top? And we get a lot of emails from our wonderful listeners. And we thank you so much. When we get emails from you that say, 
this is really making a difference. I'm really getting it. You know, I'm, I'm really able to, to maybe look at things like I've never looked. It's just sweet, man. But I don't do it for that. See, that's the thing. I don't do it. Because if you did it for that, you wouldn't be able, if that was your reason, you wouldn't really be able to sustain it. No. Because if it's not yours to do, it's not your, I mean, there's a lot of things that I could never sustain. This, I could talk to you forever. That's easy. (laughs) That part's easy. And then the inspiration comes from your natural ability to, to just be in what you love to do. What you love to do will naturally inspire others. You know, you cannot inspire anyone else if you're doing something you think you should be doing. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't work. It falls flat. The energy isn't there. Well, to that end, I want to play just a little clip of, again, this idea of, well, then what's the stance that we we teach from? And we just have a few minutes left for the show, but I want to play a little bit of this clip and then we'll go, we'll dive a little deeper into it before we wrap up our show today. So here's, you know, what is the position I teach from? If you are a teacher and let's face it, whether you will call yourself a teacher, if you're a manager, if you're a parent, um, if you're in a relationship, there are times when you're a teacher, there really isn't anyone on the planet who isn't at some point a teacher. So this is for you. Here we go. Stand with a a degree of success who wants to take it to another level. And this is the missing piece. Most people who are looking for success, whether it's in sales or anything, and everything is sort of that because you're all conveying and wanting to evoke something from someone. What's the, the missing piece in the majority of cases is that you're looking for evidence of the success before you begin. And we're wanting you to realize that there is that seed of success in everyone and that the most satisfying work you will ever do is to fertilize that seed and stand by watching it evolve in another. Because because if you're thinking in terms of a successful business, most people would go out and they would look for people that already had found success. They would gather them all together and together they would theoretically have success. It often doesn't work that way because there are so many other moving parts that it sort of slows it down. But to begin with the knowledge that everyone, you you're, you parroted our words, but you parroted them precisely, anyone can be or do or have anything that they are desiring. When you really understand that, and that is at the basis of your philosophy and of your knowing, and you really mean the field is open to anyone who wants, because I have the ability in the vision that I have and in the practice that I've done to believe in your ability, because I'm not using your past or what you've already evolved to as the criteria of why I believe. I believe because I know the law. I believe because I know who you are as source energy. I believe because I know that you are out here on the leading edge. I believe because I know that you've sifted through the data of life and you have put into your vortex never-ending pieces of things that you want and that there in that vortex lives and breathes a culmination and a manifestation, a vibrational manifestation of everything that you desire. And I, in my knowledge of these laws, have the ability to know that even when you don't know that. And looking at you in your absence of knowing it or in your absence of creating it, in your absence of manifesting it, does not set me off my game because my game is so law-based. I so understand who you really are that you can stand before me at any level of completion or incompletion in your dream and I believe unequivocally in your dream because I am law-based in my knowing. It's beyond faith. It's knowing. I know that you have the ability to be or do or have anything that you desire and I will stand here as a physical 
evidence of knowing, unlike anything that you've ever felt around yourself ever. And when you go home, they'll try to talk you out of it. When you go to work, they'll try to talk you out of it because much of the world does not know. They are not based in the knowledge of the laws of the universe as I am. That's what you're wanting to present in that way. And then just make sure that you are there. Make sure that you're there. Have this conversation with yourself before you interact with any of them. And then you will never impart to anyone anything other than that. <laughs> How did you feel that? Did you feel that? I like your reaction more. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will stand as physical evidence of the knowing of who you are unequivocally beyond faith. Did you hear that? Beyond faith. I will know because my game is law-based. My game is law-based. Oh my gosh. That's just the most powerful thing. I mean, how could you not be totally inspired by a mentor who's like, I don't care about your past. It mm -hmm. It's meaningless to me. Whether you have a degree or never stepped inside of a classroom, I don't care. Right. I know who you are. I know who you are. And if you have the seed of desire, if you have the seed of desire, you know, that's all that matters. And I believe in your ability. I believe because I know your source energy. And more importantly, it's not about believing in you, but I believe in the law. Yeah. And I know that you are within the law. Oh, <laughs> I like what they say. I'm law based in my knowing. I'm law based and my game yes. is law based. Mm -hmm. My game is law-based. Don't you love the feeling of yes. that? But what I also love, too, is, that, that, like you say, the energy of it. But, but it's it becomes all that you see. Yeah. You know, the, the deeper you get into it, it's just like, I'm not going to be tricked by the appearance you're showing me. I know who you are. I could see beyond the splashing. <laughs> Unequivocally. Yes, I get, yes. I know, I don't care what you say to me. I don't care what you present to me. It doesn't matter. I know and who it you goes, are. Oh, and it goes beyond faith because, like, oh, I have faith in you. I have faith in you. There's even a little glitch. There's a little glitch of scarcity even in that. It goes beyond faith. Right. There is this. Well, there's this, in faith, it feels like there's a little bit of hope. A little, yes! you know, but, but knowing is, I just know it. I just know. It's I don't just, know why I know it. I just know it. <laughs> but I do. But, but that's not true. We do know it's principle. It's we know it. And right. if we look into our life, we could say over, I mean, I think it's a big shift too to really look into your life and start claiming what you know. Like we we pretend we don't know, but yes. we know. We know certain things. Like I know yes. I'm on the right track. I know this is happening. I know this is manifesting. I know this is unfolding perfectly. This is in great shape. Like just claiming it. Yeah. Affirming it. Yeah. I know it. Pretend instead of pretending know. we don't. Yes. And I'll stand as physical evidence of that knowing. In other words, you cannot push me over with your circumstances, with your uh, fear. You cannot push me over with your current situation, no matter how big or how bleak. Mm -hmm. I will stand as physical evidence. It's like this just wall of knowing that you cannot break down, that you cannot move. Yeah. It will stand. <laughs> it will be a mountain. It will be the mountain that is unmovable. Right. It is so Powerful. And you could feel it in people. I remember Dorothy Pearson, one of the um, Unity ministers years ago. She was in Monterey, and she was at this little community center that we were tra traveling through the town. And she's like, we will own that building on the hill. <laughs> and you're, you're sitting there like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I have no doubt. But it was like she was just claiming it, yes. knowing it, admitting what she knew. Like, yes. let's not pretend it's not going to happen. It will happen. Yes.
So we're going to stand here today. Let's just do this right here and right now. We're going to stand here today. And if you have attracted this show, we, Janice and I are going to stand here as physical evidence of our knowing beyond faith of who you are. We believe in your ability. We don't care about your past. We know that you are source energy. We believe in the law. So we know that if you, the desire is living within you today, you can see it, you can have it, you can be it. And not only that, we're going to hold the knowing that it's already done and we will not waver because our understanding is law-based. So we today in this moment stand on this sacred ground and hold you without any movement that you are all that you've come to be and that everything that's happening in your life is just an opportunity to step closer into that knowing and we will not waver. We know who you are. Oh, it feels so good to stand here for everyone who listens to this and know that we are evidence of that, that you are truly, truly source energy and you can do it. You can be it. You can have it. Oh, there's just no more powerful way than to stand with each other in that way. And it's so easy if you know the law. It really doesn't even take that much effort because it's so solid. It's almost and a it, relief to admit it. It's it does, like you say, it doesn't take energy. It's just admitting what's so. It's admitting that absolute. Mm -hmm. It's admitting that knowing. And it's admitting the fact that this isn't squirrely. It doesn't come or go with who you, what you did. And it applies to everyone, you know, people listening to the show, people in our family, people in our community. Right. You know, we see that. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter the diagnosis you've been given. It doesn't matter what you've been through. All of that is just irrelevant to the knowing. Oh, what a, what a lot of shedding we can do for each other. You know, that anytime we start to want to retell the story that those who inspire us say it doesn't matter. You can still be, do, or have that which you are wanting because you are source energy. You are that which you speak of. Mm. Doesn't get any better than that. Well, Janice, I just don't think we can get better than that today. I think we're going to have to call it away. <laughs> oh, Lord. <sighs> we, we so appreciate you, Janice. Thank you for just having this wonderful time. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Okay. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, also known as Unity.fm, and our wonderful network, AlignRadio.com. I hope you have a chance to pop over there and listen to some of the stuff going on, many of the folks you hear on Unity FM. So we just thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and this show, this radio show today. And we hope that this moment will make a difference. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon, Central Time, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction.
Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Align Radio, alignradio.com. 